Want to hear something amazing? Oh, and feel free to tell your friends too. So, Kohl's, they're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network grilling essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra 15% off and some Kohl's cash. It almost makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select styles 15% offer ends May 16th. Some exclusions apply. See storeorkohls.com for details. Hey, it's Brendan Gennetti, and you're listening to Music You're Missing. Today, we're talking with Ryan Woods. He bursts onto the music scene in the middle of a freaking global pandemic, but that hasn't slowed him down in the slightest. His debut single, Bad Texter. has amassed nearly 2 million streams. His follow-up single, Pillow, has been received just as well, and he is gearing up for the release of his brand new single, his third official release, There's No Insurance for a Broken Heart. That comes out tomorrow, and it will be at the top of the Music You're Missing playlist. Now, you're probably wondering where my co-host, Devin O'Heron, is. I'll let you in on a little bit of a podcasting secret. So, Devin and I, we always record our interviews a day before, and then we do our intros and outros the next day. Now, we do this because it gives us more time to prepare for the interview, as well as we like to set the tone uh, in the intro for what to expect. Unfortunately, Devin wasn't feeling so great today. And due to the state of the COVID world we live in, we decided it would be best if she stayed home. That being said, she will be featured in the interview that we had with Ryan because it took place yesterday. So you're stuck with me for the next minute or so. (laughs) If this is your first time tuning into Music You're Missing, Music You're Missing is a podcast dedicated to artists. Some of my favorite artists are generating millions of streams on Spotify and Apple Music, but are not necessarily getting the media attention that I think they deserve. And not only that, when they do make it onto mainstream media, they get asked like the silliest questions. I was a former radio personality. And one thing I could never get behind was just how trivial so many radio interviews are. If I'm having the opportunity to talk to such a talented artist, I want to unpack their everything. What inspired their music, what inspired their sound, uh, who they are as a person, what they like, so much more, you know? So that's what music you're missing is. We like to give attention to the artists that we think deserve it. We also have an accompanying... So I always have a hard time saying this word, but it just makes so much sense. We, we We have an accompanying... An accompanying... Accompanying. We have an accompanying. That just doesn't even sound right. We have an accompanying, accompanying. Oh my god. <laughs> we have a coinciding. Let's call it that. We have a, we have a coinciding playlist called Music You're Missing, which you can find on Spotify and Apple Music. And what we do there is we highlight all the artists that we interview in the show, and we also kind of hand select some songs that we think you would like based off of the artists that are on the show. So if you haven't already, go follow on Apple Music and Spotify. It is called music you're missing and ryan wood's brand new song is going to be right atop that playlist now before i play the interview for you i just want to remind you that we have an instagram it's brand new this season so it needs a little bit of love you can find us at music you're missing on instagram 
So before I play back our interview with Ryan, I do just want to let you guys know one thing, and that is I want to issue a trigger warning. We discuss topics such as anxiety, suicide, and depression. So if that's not something that you don't want to listen to, totally understandable. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time. And hey, you know what? You've already listened to our first ad spot, so you've already done us a favor. Thank you. (laughs) So moving on, I am going to play back our interview for you. Here is Ryan Woods. We are joined by Ryan Woods. How's it going, man? It's going good. Just chilling. So we are so stoked to have you. Um, We came across your music just in a time when we needed them, uh, the pandemic, which is actually pretty interesting because your first two official releases came out during a global pandemic. What is it like (laughs) starting off your career? I mean, obviously you, you had stuff before, but like starting off your official career amongst this chaos. It's it's definitely like not ideal at all. Like pandemic happened and I was very mad at the world for just being where it was and I was like, No, I was so close to just getting there, you know, and like like touring was like shut down and everything. Mm-hmm. So that initially I was really, really bummed out. As time went on, of course you see like things work out in different ways and like bad texture, the release was pushed you know, a couple months because of it. Looking back, Bad Texture couldn't have come out, you know, at a better time. It did. It went over very well. So it's like, I wouldn't change anything. It's, it's honestly been a journey just since the pandemic started. It's been a whole, whole thing trying to get, like, video shoots coordinated and photo shoots and stuff, as well as, like, being safe with COVID and everything. Yeah, for sure. I feel Um, like that gets so lost in this whole thing. Like, people are like, oh, things are, you know, so different because of COVID. But at the end of the day, too, we also forget that we have to be safe while doing things. Yeah, yeah. Added, like, a little bit of a layer of difficulty to, like, almost everything. But because of that, I feel like I grew as an artist a lot. You know, because we kept pushing forward and kept trying and, you know, kept finding alternate ways to make things happen, it kind of made it feel more unique than like a traditional debut. I think it kind of just adds to my resolve as like an ambitious person of like, yes, like I can get through this, like I can get through anything else that'll ever come my way. I feel like that's an amazing way to look at it. Like if you can do what you did during a pandemic and people are like trapped at their homes and you're you can go out and make your first two music videos and you can have great success on spotify with streams you can literally do anything in the music industry if you can do it that well for sure yeah also working virtually with people was a whole other experience too because i dabbled in production before it used to be where i would have an idea that i was kind of like messing around with production wise and I'd bring it in to someone else to kind of help me, like, give it a little facelift, you know. I had to do a lot of my own work throughout mm-hmm. COVID, too. Most, most of my EPs, like, co-produced by me and two of the songs I fully produced. And I got all that done during COVID. Yeah, and that's no minor skill set. Like, that is a huge skill set to have when you are a recording artist. Yeah, for sure. And it also because I was understanding a lot more just about music and myself. I was just alone with my music a lot. So I was able to get really, really intentional with things I was saying and the way they would collaborate with the music that was being that I was writing behind it as well. 
your intentions actually goes into my next question. Uh, before we play a little game, um, you are you're 20 years old, correct? Yes, sir. So that I mean that's fairly fairly young, uh, and you do have two official releases now. But I think what is really cool is most of your followers were amassed uh, organically before you were signed. So you're really in control of your voice. And I'm wondering what it's like to be 20 years old and have, you know, so much influence. You have over 25,000 followers on just Instagram alone. What is it like and, and how do you curate your voice? From my point of view, like there was so much work so much work that just went into the getting those you know 25,000 followers and getting signed when I had started getting into the whole social media thing I was doing a lot of covers I think I was a sophomore when everything kind of started becoming real as far as like oh I can kind of do this music thing like I'm, That's I kind of got something here you know it's like those are your transformative years too I I got to a point where I was like okay, like, this is what I want to do, have these things going for me. So I did, I only needed a couple more credits to, like, legally graduate high school. So I, I actually, like, finished online just because I, I was so in love with music and, like, that's there was nothing I could fo- else I could focus on and, you know, put my energy into. <laughs> so... I was like, yeah, like let's go all in. Well, that must but, be so rewarding taking the risk and it, it clearly paying off. It really did. Yeah, and sometimes it's 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 still hard to see. I mean, I think that's kind of human nature. You yeah. will yeah. really never you know your worth a little bit more. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. that, and that's life. And, and in some aspects, that's really healthy. Like that is a way for you to keep growing as an artist. But then, I mean, it is nice to, to be mindful and, and take some time yeah, to acknowledge what you've created. Sure. Yeah. So like it was just like I think I was 16 when uh, my manager, Joe, discovered me live streaming on You Now. And like, he heard me singing Stitches by Sean Mendez. I'm pretty sure I saw Sean Mendez like blow the fuck up on vine and i was like oh, I can, you're like i can do I this can, like, I can. he's human i'm human like why not joe discovers me and I'm, he's like oh do you write songs and i was like what i was like i'm i'm like 16 i don't know <laughs> then i was like i've tried but like i've never liked anything you know and i kind of shared some ideas i had with him and he was like dude like just keep trying and i was like okay i will he challenged me to write a song a week i did that i kept up with that for like a couple months i didn't often finish ideas but i think just the process of figuring out like what's a bad idea what's what's good like it kind of helped and then one day i wrote a full song and like it was good and it was like this big moment and i was like oh my gosh like i can i just wrote a song i understand this now and like what it takes it was just experience you know like writing and writing and writing yeah i mean you were just more you do something better you get exactly and you're realizing what you're capable of yeah so now that we got deep let's sorry i did i kind of trailed off from the original question no not at all that's what this podcast is all about my friend we like to get deep we like to get analytical but first we must play a game and it is called Getting real with Ryan. Yeah, pardon that awful hey. name, but we love alliterations around here. Oh, yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> I don't know what it is yet, but I like games. We oh, like yeah. to spice things up a little bit with it. Oh, yeah, like nice. to get spicy. <laughs> so here are the rules. Yes. Uh, we're going to pretend like we have a timer. We haven't quite mastered how to put the timer sound <laughs> through the microphone. So we're going to ask you some questions, and we just want your honest answers. All right? Cool. Okay, here we go. <laughs> 
Your debut single, Bad Texter, has amassed over 1 million streams. Are you actually a bad texter? Why or why not? Uh, yes. Because, <laughs> well, mostly, I'm, like, very ADHD in my attention, like, my attention span is, like, kind of hard to just, like, grab if it's not something I'm extremely, like, interested in paying attention to. It's mostly just music that has caused me to not be on my phone a lot because I'll be just in my headphones like working on a song all day yeah and it mostly just comes from a place of wanting to be present Mm -hmm. and like i'm kind of mindful of like i should probably not be on my phone in this moment that's kind of why i'm a bad texter i guess (laughs) all right next question what's the weirdest text that you've ever received from a stranger dms count (laughs) this was kind of funny this girl or this this guy actually dm'd me and said his girlfriend was a big fan of me and my music and asked me to like send this like he, he told me what to say and everything just send a video saying this and this and like her name and whatever it was like her birthday and he wanted to like surprise her and i was like oh that's sweet like i'll do that yeah of course so i did it and then uh i think the girl dm'd me like a week later or when whenever he had like showed her the video and was like omg like thank you so much for this video da 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 and I was like, yeah, no problem. Just let me know. So a few days goes by, and then she DMs me again and was like, hey, it's my boyfriend's birthday, like, next week or whatever. I was wondering if I could get a, like, video for him as well since he <laughs> did one for me. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, like, sure, whatever. And then I was waiting for her to, like, get back to me because tell me what kind of video she wanted just waiting and then i never heard anything i didn't think anything of it and then like a week later she just texted me never mind he cheated oh my god <laughs> oh no Drama. did you respond yeah like how do you come back no, i didn't know that? what to say i was like i didn't open it like i just saw like the preview of yeah. it or whatever it was short enough to where i read i could like read that <laughs> and i was like, no. like yeah not not answering that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did the right thing. That's what I would have done for sure. Yeah, just pretend it didn't happen and move on. Yeah. <laughs> you, you dropped a music video for your second single, Pillow, this past August. How many pillows do you sleep with at night? Uh, two. One to hug and then one for my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a solid answer. I'm more of like a six guy, but that's because I'm crazy. I, like- I think I would be... I. Just can only afford like two right now. <laughs> <laughs> Pillows are sneaky no, expensive. They I really know. are. Starving artists out here. You should promote a pillow company in a video with your yeah, song. Yeah, right? You can get some product placement. New, <laughs> new idea for you. Onto something. We, did, we filmed like a fake pillow and commercial to like promo the song. Shut up. Where is that? It's on my Instagram. It was pretty like poorly done. I I kind of wish we had like, you know, the like phone number like rolling down <laughs> like on the bottom of the screen yes. and like call now. It was funny regardless. <laughs> okay, well, this is kind of off topic and not in our typical order. But just because you brought up the pillow video, I just want to say I love your pillow music video. I think it is so funny and so clever. I literally tried to get Brendan to remake it in his pool, (laughs) and I really wanted him to put a blow-up mattress in the pool so we could try and remake it, but the pool is closed. I know. That's terrible. My pool, literally, like, the, like, month my pool at my apartment in California was supposed to open up, they, like, or, like, COVID happened. (laughs) 
Oh, oh so just no. Like so that music video, who came up with that idea for you to be in the pool and you to be in the back of a car? And yeah, I kind of like, I just kind of had a vibe I wanted to capture and like some, you know, kind of incorporate the whole like pillow thing. About a week prior to like figuring out the concept of the video. I had watched Parent Trap. Oh my god, I was literally <laughs> going to say that gave me such Parent Trap vibes. Yeah. And I was telling Brendan this when we were watching it. I was like, I've always wanted to do that since I saw the movie. And then I saw your music video and I was like, we <laughs> need to do this. Like, it's necessary. Yeah. yeah, I've been wanting to do it forever. Even though, like, Meredith was a She's such a bitch. She's such a bitch. I love her though. Like I think she's hilarious. But, no, that whole scene was such an aesthetic. Like regardless of that, like I was like, yo, that's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, like, it's not the easiest to, like, just live in L.A. at 20 years old. Oh, <laughs> so, definitely not. You know, that was, I had decided, like, I'd been cooped up in an apartment for four months. And it was time to shoot that video. And I had decided to come home back to Tennessee, where I'm from. Just, like, chill out for, like, the month. Just kind of reset a little bit. I just, I miss my friends so much. And, um, I just missed my like family and everything and that that day was kind of just it, the the concept was like I'm sad about this girl and like my friends come pull me out of bed and like take me to like this really pretty place and we have a great time and that's that was kind of the storyline I guess if anything it worked out to where all my actual like best friends were able to be in the video and like we literally just had a crazy, like, fun day at the at that little creek. <laughs> That's so and we're fun, jumping though. Off rocks and stuff, and we we're just capturing it all. It it worked out perfectly. <laughs> the sense of freedom and just the fact that you had so much fun really resonated uh, through the whole video. Oh, you could totally completely. tell. Yeah, just half of like making music is vibe and like mm -hmm. energy, especially when you're working with other people. Mm -hmm. If you don't like who you're working with and you're making a, you're gonna make a really bad song you have to like be comfortable have somewhat of a relationship enough with whoever you're working with to be vulnerable and honest with them definitely i mean any so. strong relationship whether it be professional or, or personal it, it should be like that that's when you can perform yeah. your best yeah bad vibes create more bad vibes absolutely i, I love that good bad vibes, vibes. More good vibes there you go that could be your new song <laughs> no seriously oh it's a, this is a very inspiring <laughs> conversation pillow it's an unrequited love song. At least that is my interpretation of it. So I'm wondering where the inspiration came from. And I'm also wondering why you chose to make it so upbeat and fun when, you know, it's it's not the happiest of topics. The, the feeling that w inspired the song felt very irrational to me um, because 
um, essentially when I like was inspired to write that first lyric that kind of determined the direction of the song, which was, I wish my pillow would hug me back. Basically I was in like this party setting. I like met a girl there. Okay. Who like getting juicy was, was pretty out of my league. But she was just kind of the person that, like, you know, she looks at you, like, the right way and you fall in love with her, you know. And I I knew, like, there wasn't, like, really a chance because, you know, I was me and she was her. And, like, (laughs) I I was aware of why we couldn't be together. Hey, I think you're being a little hard on yourself, but go on. Perhaps. (laughs) But just, I kind of just gotten home and was, like a little bit just down about it and like I wish my pillow would hug me back (laughs) it was like because you know this girl didn't it it was kind of silly for me to be this you know tied up emotionally about this girl I had only had like really a 10 minute conversation with and that was really all I knew of her. Wait, so. so does she know you have this song written about her? No, I, like, I don't follow her on Instagram. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I had little, very little information about this girl. You know, when you start getting a crush, you kind of entertain, like, oh, like, what if we get married and, like, you know, have kids and, like, we're going to have a dog and, like, a big house and, like, uh, we're going to, like, you know, take our kids to the mall and, like, buy them all this, you know, like... Yeah, as you said in this song, no offense, but she looked like a mom. Like, that's what I meant. Because I was like, yeah, like... No offense, but like you look like you could be the mom of my kids. You know? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> is like, that is a bold statement. I kind of love exactly. it though. Like, I love yeah. it. Yeah. And that was like the thing. It was like, that's such a like, like, I don't want to put that on her because like that's like weird and like, <laughs> you know, she might just take it the wrong way. I don't know. So yeah, I just went home, wrote a song about it. <laughs> thing I took away from it wasn't, oh, like, that is the girl. Like, I'm never going to find her again. Like, da, 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 da. like, that wasn't what I was sad about, but it was more that her presence and me coming into contact with her made me realize I was lonely. Yeah. Sorry. It took me a while to get to that point. But <laughs> yeah. But I, was, I mean, that is not na- so natural. Like there's so many emotions going on that when you finally, it finally culminates into like, Oh, this is why I'm feeling that way. It's really cool yeah. that you were able to channel that into art. Yeah. And that's, that's what I think. Cause I'm a very, I, I struggle with a lot of anxiety and stuff and it causes me to just think irrationally about mm-hmm. things and I'm aware of that. So like, but I still feel them, you know? So yeah, it's of like, course. where do I put all that? For the first, I hadn't focused on girls in like a year. I was like, yeah, I'm focusing on music and like, I'm going to grind and, you know, you know, be on top of my shit and like, you know, whatever, like girls can't distract me. And I just, like, never saw myself as one who, like, needed, you know, another person to feel okay. Yeah. And in that, like, that was one of those things where I was like, fuck, I'm lonely. Like, <laughs> I didn't know this. You showed me that. Like, congratulations. Like, does it feel good? Like, <laughs> it does not. The reason I, you know, kind of put it in this, like, happy feeling, like, up-tempo instrumental was because I kind of wanted to just downplay the sadness of it because i felt like it was irrational Mm -hmm. 
if that makes sense. No, so. completely. Absolutely. Sorry. I mean, it, it's a hard emotion to really hone in on. So I think the like juxtaposition of the happiness and and the like anxiety, it really like, comes through with the finished product. When I finally, you know, I released Bad Texture and like Pillow and stuff, I was like, now I can be, you know, like understood because I can put these feelings I've never shared with anyone out into the world and you know maybe some people feel the same way and that'll that brings me comfort you know now that i know that there's relatability to me so as your first official release uh bad texter couple questions uh, about the like creation of the track but first i mean why do you think this song caught on why do you think so many people dug it i sometimes wonder that too i think everyone knows you know the whole thing like the whole boomer like oh like kids are addicted to their phone these days and you know society's going downhill because of that <laughs> and like da, 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 da. i am not upset that i am this way but i'm sorry to you that i am this way because it messed with our relationship if that makes sense so it was like yeah for sure i mean you just weird... don't feel the same way about texting that someone else may and i feel like that is a huge generational thing like i have so many people in my circle that if i don't answer their texts are like why are you mad at me i'm like oh i'm not i'm literally just not on my phone yeah it's like so it's like how why is that so hard for like other people to understand it's like it literally ruined a relationship for me yeah you know? it's like, <laughs> i'm sorry i'm the way that i am but not sorry so like it's kind of the same vibe like happy music sounding you know feel good and then like you know the lyrics are a little like oh that's a little sad you know? <laughs> absolutely well so that actually brings up a good point there are some lyrics in the song that i just i love and i think they're they're so brilliant don't you say you're meant for me because i'm all that i ever need and no one else don't you say you're meant for me because i'm all that i'll ever need and no one else, no one else. and i'm so so I really like this line because it's not often that you hear a male advocate for independence. Usually like that type of line or that empowering message is in like one of those like female empowerment songs, which are great. <laughs> but it's really nice um, to see like self-acceptance as a universal trait. Yeah, and that's kind of like, I don't know, I've, I see so many problems with, you know, like the whole controversy of like, toxic masculinity and like you know things like that it's like but like in the south like i there's so this kind of stigma that like you know dudes play sports in high school and then like go to college and party and then yeah. get out and they're like where is this you know six-figure income job that's waiting for me and then where's my trophy wife and you know this is that <laughs> it's like this whole thing it's like do you really did you find like true love in that did you find what you were looking for there or like from my point of view like the path of life I chose I feel like I've experienced a lot more extremes than they would because they maybe had a simpler you know path of life you know and I wonder if like did I miss out on like peace and like 
you know, having a calm life for, Mm -hmm. you know, my ambitions and like, you know, things I wanted to achieve and stuff, or did I, or am I like right in the way I chose to live my life? I don't know, just to like touch on your point of like, yeah, like not a lot of people, you know, speak on male like independence and Mm -hmm. all as well as just like, especially in the South, people have never been told that it's okay to just cry. They've never heard that in their life. And you're like, what? The life is set up for people's just based on their gender so much more than we even realize. (laughs) And I mean, to go off what you were saying about thinking about maybe, oh, am I doing the right thing by following my dreams? It's like you can say at least that you followed your dreams. Like that is more than most of anyone in the whole damn world can say. And if you didn't, you would spend your whole life wishing for what could have been. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. Like I feel like right now because like I know I'm not where I want to be yet and I know like I have this – you know, goal, end goal in mind. It's easy to, you know, sit back and think when things get hard. Oh, if I would have just, you know, chosen a simpler, like, you know, profession mm-hmm. or whatever, like, I'd probably be a lot happier right now. And I probably would. Say I do reach, you know, my goal, then I'll, you know, I'll be very influential and I'll be able to, you know, like, inspire millions of people with the touch of a button and like you know it's like those are like really cool things to think about like I you change the world a little bit I feel like with you like you're so young and you already have such a like big following like we were just saying I have a younger sister in high school and I was telling her we were doing this interview and she's like shut up I love him so much she was like I'm crying listening to his music like I think it's so great even if you don't know it like she's a 14 year old in high school and you're already making like such an impact on her life and it's just like the little people that you don't even think about you're just living your life and you're making this music and you're doing an amazing job and you're just getting started so that's all that matters yeah and not honestly like not to get crazy deep but this is just kind of a interesting story so just a little bit of pretext a week ago now or a week and a half ago now um one of my good friends actually like committed suicide and that was a really hard thing for me uh i'm i'm a lot better now it was so fulfilling because of this thing that i'm about to say i got a dm and some girl um, I think she was from like England or like somewhere in Europe. She's like, sorry for my English, but I just want you to know I was like really close to, you know, going off the edge last night and your song came on. It, you know, gave me just enough serotonin to like not go off the edge there. And it was like, wow, holy, like that's crazy. You know, my music was able to like touch someone that in that way. Yeah. Yeah, but- no, I mean I I first off just want to say I'm so sorry to hear yeah, we're about so your sorry. friend. It's so terrible and it's so hard to deal with. Especially being in in the music industry when your job really never stops. I can only imagine um it's taking a toll. So I do hope um you know, you just take some time to to really soak it in and and kind of appreciate what you do have and that seems to be like what you're doing. And I think you know, that story you just shared, your career could literally end tomorrow and you would have changed the world. You, like, eat, like it just, yeah. you don't realize it. Like, the little Even, things like, count. Just one person, yeah. Just one person that I reached is enough, you know, to you know, change the world at least a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's so. only going up 
from here, especially with the release of your brand new song, which we <laughs> did get to listen to. There's no insurance for a broken heart. It comes out tomorrow, and Devin and I got to have a little sneak peek of it. And we love it. We love it. it it's <laughs> I like it. It's a sonically different from the uh, pillow and oh, bad definitely. texture, obviously, but it oh, kind of still stays in like your realm. Like you can tell it's a Ryan Woods track, which I always love when an artist can create a new sound, but kind of keep it their trademark i'm wondering what do you want the listeners to know about the track there's no insurance for a broken heart the interesting thing was like with the same girl you know i wrote pillow about that was kind of one of those things that another one of those things that that situation made me realize there is no insurance for this you really can't protect your heart when you're you know in a relationship you kind of got to be vulnerable in order for it to work properly like you can't you know hold back a whole lot bad things happen so you can appreciate the good things and you know you have you have to have you know some bad experiences in order to truly see the good and how good something is yeah absolutely yeah it's super important for growing as a person and and just learning yeah and you you know you hear in the bridge it's like what if all the stars combust and nothing else is left of us and all our dreams are turned to dust, you know, what will you do? It's, it's like, you know, because we're all going to die one day. Mm-hmm. It's like, and I, I was kind of speaking to myself there, like, you know, yeah, like, we're all going to die. So, like, why am I, I can't care. Be afraid Yeah, like, literally, why do I care about live. the shoes that I wear? Why do I care about my Instagram? Like, why? There are so many things that when you have that mindset, you're like, nothing matters. <laughs> yeah, you know? It was like, yeah, like, I don't care. It's just Instagram, you know? It's just this thing and that. You can downplay a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, and you and you channeled that into a beautiful work of art called There's No Insurance for a Broken Heart, which comes out tomorrow, and you can listen to that at the top of our Music You're Missing playlist. So, Ryan, before we let you go, we just have one question that we ask um, all the artists. What can we expect from you in the future? Bangers, man. <laughs> that is the best response we've ever gotten. Just bangers. It's, that's like that's also my answer. Like, oh, what kind of music do you listen to? Bangers, bro. Bangers. <laughs> Just hits. Strictly bangers. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for for taking the time to chat with us. We really appreciate it. We have some really talented artists lined up for season two, and I was so stoked that we were able to snag you. Sweet. Yeah, me too. You guys asked some amazing questions, so I appreciate that. You guys have a lovely night. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, you as you well. Too. So Ryan Woods was everything that I wanted from Music You're Missing. We got to learn so much about him, Where you know, whether it be something silly as to why his song has the lyric, I wish my pillow would hug me back. Or it was something really deep and personal uh, about how he feels about pursuing this this dream and making it into a career. I just think he's so talented and I'm just so happy that we were able to chat with him. He was honestly one of my favorite interviews that we've we've ever done. And I hope you guys dug him just as much. And if you did dig him just as much as we did, then make sure you follow him on Instagram. It's going to be at It's Ryan Woods. And then make sure you listen to his brand new song when it comes out tomorrow. There's no insurance for a broken heart. It is going to be featured at the very top of the Music You're Missing playlist. 
and I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. They sent us a little sneak peek, and it blew me away beyond expectations. So thank you so much, Ryan Woods, for calling in, for for getting so real. And, you know, thank you for just for making some bangers, man. <laughs> Before I go, I just want to plug some things. Uh, you can find me on social media at Brendan Gennetti. Not going to spell it for you because it's not podcast friendly. And you can follow this show on Instagram at Music You're Missing. And again, it is brand new this season. So it would be very much appreciated if you would give it a follow because our page needs a little bit of love. I'm not going to lie. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we got a brand new episode out tomorrow as well. So I'll see you back then. Want to hear something amazing? Oh, and feel free to tell your friends, too. So, Kohl's, they're having a huge sale on summer stuff. And if you live for sunny days like I do, you need to check it out. I got 40% off a new patio set, Food Network Grilling Essentials for 20% off, and 50% off those yard games my kids won't stop talking about. Best part? I got an extra 15% off and some Kohl's cash. It almost makes being cooped up all winter worth it. Almost. Select styles 15% off for ends May 16th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations.